Do you know that from your position, you can change a situation? Do you also know that you are the master over the created world and that you are meant to rule over everything God has made? Listen carefully to Pastor Shegun Obaji as he brings to you with simplicity and clarity the message of the new creation realities in Christ Jesus. Be blessed as you listen. Amen and amen. Praise God. Lift up your hands and give God praise. What a day. What a day. What a day. The day that the Lord has made. Hallelujah. Wave those hands to the Lord and bless Him. Father, we thank you. We thank you. We thank you. Thank you for your goodness. Thank you for your loving kindness. Thank you for your tender mercies. Blessed be the name of the Lord. 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 Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Glory to God. Glory to God. Hallelujah. In Jesus' mighty name, we have given thanks. Lord, our hearts are open to receive your word. We ask that your word will come to everyone here present in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Thank you for your manifest presence in this place. We give you praise. Be exalted, Lord, in the name of Jesus Christ. And Lord God Almighty, we ask that there will be a free flow of utterance to speak your word as we ought to, boldly, in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. And thank you for a specific word for everyone here present in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. And we give you the praise for it. In Jesus' mighty name, we pray. Say a big amen. amen. You may be seated if you're standing. Hallelujah. Glory to God. All right. Um, you're welcome to church in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Today I'm teaching on the prayer of supplication. The prayer of supplication. Amen. Um, today is the last day of the month of October. So we're still in October, right? Good. So this is still October to remember. <laughs> Glory to God. And I'm, the way I'm looking at some people, I think you need November to remember <laughs> and December to remember. Praise God. So you will do OTR and NTR and DCR, DTR. <laughs> Glory to God. All right. So let's uh, get into God's word. The prayer of supplication. The prayer of supplication. All right. First uh, Timothy chapter number 2. We'll read um, the first two verses and then we move to the book of Philippians chapter number 4. And then we'll read um, verses 6 and 7. So we're reading two uh, portions of scriptures here. First Timothy chapter number 2. And the first three verses. Let's read the first three verses. Amen. One, two, three, let's go. I exhort therefore that first of all supplications, prayers, intercessions, and giving of thanks be made for all men, for kings, and for all that are in authority, that we may lead a quiet and peaceable life in all godliness and honesty. For this is good and acceptable in the sight of of God our Savior. Can someone say amen to that? And then Philippians chapter number 4, verses 6 
and 7. It says, Be careful for nothing, but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known unto God. Verse 7. And the peace of God which passeth or surpasses all understanding shall keep your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. The reading of God's word is blessed. Amen. Now here we are introduced to a kind of prayer known as supplication. Now there are different kinds of prayer. There's the prayer of faith. There's the prayer of thanksgiving. There's the prayer of intercession. There's the prayer of unity. Um, Then there's the prayer of what we call exercise of authority, okay, which is a prayer of exercising our privileges in Christ Jesus. And then there's the prayer of supplication. Amen? Now, the prayer of supplication is a kind of prayer that plays by a different kind of rules. In other words, you cannot engage or apply the rules that apply to other kinds of prayer to this kind of prayer. This kind of prayer is a special kind of prayer. It is different from other kinds of prayer. For example, the prayer of um, faith uh, in James chapter number 4. Okay? James chapter number 4. Let's look at it. James uh, 5. I beg your pardon. James chapter number 5. If we start reading from verse, um, let's start from verse 16, okay? It says, confess your faults one to another and pray one for another that ye may be healed. It says, the effectual fervent prayer of a righteous man availed much, okay? And the prayer of faith, verse 15 rather, and the prayer of faith shall save the sick. So it speaks of the prayer of faith there. And when it comes to the prayer of faith, um, you pray it by releasing authority, having supplicated, having interceded, and then you can speak forth, you know, in authority and strength. That's how to pray the prayer of faith. Amen? But we're not going to that today, but let me just talk about the prayer of supplication. Amen? Now, there's one more portion of scriptures I want us to read in Gospel according to St. John, chapter number 16, and verse 23. Okay, Jesus the Lord speaking, he said, In that day you shall ask me nothing. Verily, verily, I say unto you, whatsoever you shall ask the Father in my name, he will give it to you. Praise God. All right. So he's saying something here that in that day, speaking of this dispensation of grace, he says, You shall ask me nothing, but whatsoever you shall ask the Father in my name, he will give it unto you. So the prayer of supplication is the prayer of making a definite request unto the Lord. Amen? A definite request before the Lord. A definite request in His presence. That's the prayer of supplication. Amen? That's the prayer of what? Supplication. So that means you're making a definite request. It is a prayer of a humble plea before the Lord. You're making a humble plea before the Lord. Amen? That means you are humbling yourself and asking God for something that you want Him to do for you. Amen? That's the prayer of supplication. The prayer of supplication is a prayer of petition. 
it is the prayer of petition. In other words, you petition God. All right? It does not mean you're challenging God. It simply means you're asking God for something specific, something definite. It is the prayer of petition. It is the prayer of making a humble plea unto God or a humble plea before God. It is a prayer of making a definite request unto God or in his presence. So that means it is a prayer of asking God to intervene or asking God to do something for you. That is the prayer of supplication. In other words, you're asking for God's help. You're asking for God's intervention. You're asking for God to swing into action and do something for you on your behalf. That is the prayer of supplication. So the prayer of supplication is a prayer that is prayed all through scriptures from Genesis to Revelation. In fact, it is the most frequently prayed prayer, supplication. It is the most frequently prayed prayer of all the prayers um, in the Bible. Amen. Supplication. If you read the Old Testament, people supplicated. They made definite requests before the Lord. The Bible speaks of, you know, Isaac, for example, when his wife, Rebekah, was barren. And the Bible says Isaac entreated the Lord concerning his wife, Rebekah, because she was barren. And the Lord was entreated of him, and Rebekah, his wife, conceived. So, Isaac entreated. To entreat simply means to make a humble plea. In other words, to um, engage by way of making a request. Amen. He entreated the Lord for his wife. He supplicated because she was barren and the Lord was entreated of him and Rebekah's wife conceived. Now, this is very important. Okay, I can show you on and on and on how people prayed in scriptures and mostly they prayed the prayer of supplication. They supplicated and asked God for his intervention and God intervened. Glory to God. All right, so the prayer of supplication is needed because there are certain things that we cannot do all by ourselves. There are certain things we cannot do in our own strength. There are certain things we cannot do in our own power. In other words, man in himself, by himself, is limited. So there is a need for God to intervene, for God to step in. And then the omnipotence of God is made manifest. So you have to supplicate and make a definite request for God to intervene. So prayer supplication is very very important. Now, mostly, the prayers that were prayed in the early church are recorded in the epistles, okay, um, were prayers of supplication. Mostly. Amen? Now, if you read uh, the epistles of uh, Paul, the apostle to the churches in the Gentile land, for example, let's start with Philippians. Alright, Philippians chapter number 1. All right, if we start reading from verse 5, okay, it shows us something. It says, For your fellowship in the gospel from the first day until now. All right, verse 6, it says, Being confident of this very thing, that he which had begun a good work in you will perform it until the day of Christ. 
And then verse 7, it says, Even as it is meet or proper for me to think this of you all, because I have you in my heart, in so much in, in as much as both in my bonds and in the defense and confirmation of the gospel, ye all are partakers of my grace. And then verse 8 says, For God is my record, how greatly, now note what it says here, how greatly I long after you in the bowels of Jesus Christ. Verse 9, and it says, And this I pray, now look at it, And this I pray, that your love may abound yet more and more, in knowledge and in all judgment, that ye may approve things that are excellent, that ye may be sincere and without offense to the day of Christ, being filled with the fruits of righteousness, which are by Jesus Christ unto the glory and praise of God. Amen. Now go to verse uh, 3 into 4. There's something I want to show you there. He says, I thank my God upon every remembrance of you, Always in every prayer of mine for you all, making what? Request with joy. That's verse 4. Making request with joy. So if you jump to uh, verse 9, it was, that's, that was the request he made. All right? He made a request. In other words, he prayed the prayer of what? Supplication. And this, this is very important. And then again, if you go to the book of Colossians, chapter number 1, if you start reading from verse 9, Okay, And it says, For this cause we also, since the day we heard it, do not cease to pray for you and to desire that you might be filled with the knowledge of his will in all wisdom and spiritual understanding. Okay, So you see this desire here is actually a desire for them to be filled with the knowledge of God's will in all wisdom and spiritual understanding. And what is that desire? The desire is actually born out of a definite request made unto God. Now let's go to verse, um, I believe, verse, let's look at verse um, 5. Go to verse 5. Okay? For the hope which is laid up for you in heaven, whereof ye heard before in the word of the truth of the gospel, okay, which is common to you as it is in all the world, and bring it forth fruit as it doth also in you since the day ye heard of it and knew the grace of God for truth. I mean, go back, the grace of God in truth. Verse 7. As ye also learned of Epaphras, our dear fellow servant, who is for you a faithful minister of Christ. Look at it. Who also declared unto us your love in the Spirit. There's, there's a place where he talked about supplication or request there. Let me check. Okay, Colossians chapter number 1. Mm-hmm. Okay, verse 3. Thank you. Let's start from verse 2 into 3. Okay? It says, To the saints and faithful brethren in Christ, which are at Colossae, grace be unto you and peace from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. Verse 3. It says, We give thanks to God and the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, praying always for you. Now, that word praying, mark that word, it is actually making definite requests. That word praying is from the root word making a definite request. In other words, uh, praying the prayer of supplication. Okay? So he prayed for the church at Philippi, making 
a definite request, supplicating. He prayed for the church at Colossae, making a definite request, supplicating. Praise God. And then look at the church at Ephesus. In Ephesians chapter number 1, if you start reading from verse 15, okay, it says, Wherefore I also after I heard of your faith in the Lord Jesus and love unto all the saints, I cease not to give thanks for you, making mention of you in my prayers. Okay, mark the word prayers. Okay, that the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, may give unto you what? The spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of him. Now, he made a definite request asking the Father to give unto the church or churches in Ephesus the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of him. He was making a definite request that the Lord will grant them the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of him. Now listen, that was a definite request, right? Now, if you move on to Ephesians chapter number 3, and you start the reading from verse 14. It says, For this cause I bow my knees unto the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, of whom the whole family in heaven and earth is named, that he would grant you, according to the riches of his glory, to be what? Strengthened with might by his spirit in the inner man. Now, it says he will grant you. Now, if you're, if you're making a definite request for a grant, that simply means that you are praying the prayer of what? Supplication. Okay? The prayer of supplication. So, if you go on and on, okay, even his epistle to the church at Thessalonica, that epistle, all right, also contained his prayer for them. Amen? Making a definite request. So, if you read the New Testament clearly and you have a good understanding of the New Testament, you would know and understand that most of the prayers prayed in the New Testament, okay, uh, by the early believers, by the apostles, for one another, okay, were prayers of supplication. Praise God. They gave thanks, yeah, but they made a definite request. Now, let me show you again. In the early church, before they started ruling out epistles, all right, writing epistles to different churches all over in the Jewish land and in the Gentile land. Let's look at it. In Acts of the Apostles, chapter number 4, Acts 4, chapter number 4. And I'd like for us to start reading here from verse 26. Okay, let's, let's, start, uh, let's start from verse 24. Thank you. And when they heard that, they lifted up their voice to God with one accord and said, Lord, thou art God, which had made heaven and earth and the sea, and all that in them is. And it says, Who by the mouth of thy servant has said, Why did the heathen rage, and the people imagine vain things? The kings of the earth stood up, and rulers, and the rulers were gathered together against the Lord and against his Christ. For of a truth against thy holy child Jesus, whom thou hast anointed, both Herod and Pontius Pilate, with the Gentiles, and the people of Israel, were gathered together for to do whatsoever thy hand and thy counsel determined before to be done. And now, Lord, behold their threatenings and grant unto thy servants. Mark the word grant. 
grant unto thy servants that with all boldness they may speak thy word by stretching forth thine hand to heal and that signs and wonders may be done by the name of the holy child jesus they were asking the father for a grant right Mm -hmm. so we can go on and on i can take you through uh, the new testament you know scripture upon scripture to understand that this was the major kind of prayer they prayed but this generation has changed (laughs) we don't pray the prayer of supplication anymore it's only the prayer of in the name of jesus i have this done unto me in the name of jesus christ i have all the world under my foot in the name of jesus christ i have plenty i have abundance all right that's good (laughs) but listen very carefully you must learn to pray the prayer of supplication amen you must learn to supplicate you must learn to supplicate now when you supplicate god grants you what you have asked for and then the moment it is granted then you can start decreeing things amen Amen. if you are decreeing what has not been granted you are wasting your time it will not come to pass and that's why you see a lot of young people their prayer is full of pride okay they criticize the elderly ones in christ who have done exploits for the lord and are doing exploits for the lord and in their criticism not doing anything for the lord because of pride okay they analyze scriptures from the perspective of pride and they don't they can't see that the challenge is not is not that god does not answer prayers is the challenge is that they are not praying the right way all right they have everything they have this they have that they don't ask god for anything okay so you you have not because you ask not if you don't have anything it's because you don't ask you have not asked for it if you ask you will receive can someone say amen to that amen. amen now let me quickly say this, this is very important um when it comes to engaging the name of jesus christ there are two ways to engage the name of jesus number one engaging the name of jesus in praying the prayer of supplication in praying the prayer of supplication okay now the lord jesus himself said to us in john chapter number 16 and verse 23 we read it earlier he says in that day you shall ask me nothing verily verily i say unto you whatsoever you shall ask the father in my name he will give it to you amen whatsoever you shall ask the father in my name he will give it to you so here this is engaging the name of jesus in supplication that means you come to the father in the name of the lord jesus christ and you give thanks to the father and having given thanks to him you ask in that name that in the name of jesus father i ask that this be given to me that this be given to me that this be given to me according to your word and it shall be granted now this is engaging the name of jesus in supplication there's another engagement of that name okay and it's very different from this it is engaging the name in casting out devils working miracles amen and that's not in supplication but before you get there you must have supplicated you must have asked god for things according to his word 
and you believe you have received and those things have been granted unto you and having received them then you can go ahead and in the name of Jesus dispense and distribute those things in the name of Jesus be healed now look at it before they started saying in the name of Jesus be healed in the name of Jesus blah 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 in the book of Acts of the Apostles they had prayed Father we're praying that you will grant that in the name of Jesus Christ signs and wonders be wrought they supplicated grant it and then thereafter they started commanding the blind to see they started commanding miracles to happen amen why because they had supplicated hello all right and there are certain things you will never get until you ask the father for them amen all right and and let me say this, this is very important even the things that god has given to us in christ hello they are dispensed or ministered to us through the spirit all right when we pray the prayer of supplication and i'll show it to you amen i'll show it to you from god's word now there's such a thing called the ministry of the spirit and the ministry of the spirit is the ministry that brings us into that place of you know receiving what jesus christ has paid for provided for prayer is involved in engaging the ministry of the spirit okay now look at it in galatians chapter number three paul wrote to the church at galatia and he told them he was asking them a question he said all right i want to learn something of you of course (laughs) he was being sarcastic praise god He was not ready to learn anything of them. (laughs) This only would I learn of you. Receive ye the Spirit by the works of the law or by the hearing of faith. Verse (laughs) 2. So, by the hearing of faith, the ministry of the Spirit began in their midst. But how did the hearing of faith start? What initiated the hearing of faith? Prayer. Amen. Pray for us that utterance may be given unto us, that we may minister the gospel the mystery show forth the mystery of the gospel all right boldly boldly now that means that prayer was offered and then there was a supply of the spirit for the speaking of the spirit of god or the speaking of faith utterance was given to him and then by that utterance there was the ministry of faith through the speaking of the word of faith and then they believed and the spirit of god stepped in so, if you look at it, even the apostles in Acts of the Apostles, chapter number 6, they said something very profound. Okay? There was a murmuring between the Grecian widows and the Hebrew widows over daily ministration of food. Right? And then, the apostles said, Peter spoke on behalf of the apostles. Look, it is not reasonable for me, for us, to serve tables. Look among yourselves. Seven men of honest report full of the Holy Ghost and wisdom, and let's appoint them over this business. But as for us, we'll give ourselves how? Continually to prayer and to the ministry of the word. Continually to prayer. So you see, prayer first and then the ministry of the word. So what kind of prayer is that? Supplication. Amen? And a lot of giving of thanks. Supplication. And then, of course, a long follow-up of praying in other tongues. Praise God. Amen. (laughs) 
Glory to God. All right. So, if you look at that flow, you understand that supplication is very key to enjoying the ministry of the Spirit. Okay? The ministry of the Spirit is when God begins to dispense the things that He has already purchased for us through the substitutionary work of Christ. And those things are being dispensed to us. The, dispense, the dispensation or dispensing <laughs> of those things is called the ministry of the Spirit. Healing. Glory to God. Amen. Dispensed unto us. Prosperity. Dispensed unto us by the Spirit. But there is what is called the true tabernacle in heaven. Okay. And we engage that true tabernacle in prayer. Pray. You supplicate. You supplicate. Now let me show you more from God's word. Amen. Okay. Philippians chapter number 4. Read that portion of scriptures earlier. And verse 6. It says, be, be careful for nothing or be anxious for nothing. But in everything. In how many things? In everything. By prayer and supplication with thanksgiving. Let your requests be made known unto God. Now, if you will not get into anxiety... You will not be anxious for anything, for nothing. Then you will learn to supplicate. Amen. You will pray and ask God for what you require. And then you will give thanks to God and trust him for the answer to be made manifest. You believe you have received and give thanks to God. And then there will be a physical manifestation of that very thing. Amen. Be anxious for nothing. Now, the way not to get into anxiety is this. It says, be anxious for nothing, but in everything. In everything. By prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. Let your requests be made known to God. Can someone say amen to that? Amen. Man, you make requests. You make requests. And when you're making requests, the Bible tells us very clearly who to address your request to. You don't address your request to Jesus. You don't address your request to the Holy Spirit. You address your supplication, your request to the Father. The Father God. John 16:23. we read it just a couple of minutes ago. Amen. It says, in that day, you shall ask me nothing. Verily, verily, I say unto you, Whatsoever you shall ask the Father in my name, he will give it to you. So he says the Father. The Father. He didn't say whatsoever you shall ask me. He says in that day you shall ask me nothing. You will not pray to me. Another translation says you will not pray to me. But whatsoever you shall pray to the Father, ask the Father, supplicate or the request you shall make unto the Father, he will give it unto you. He will grant it. Praise God. So, our supplication is unto the Father. Jesus speaking in Matthew chapter number 6. If you start reading from verse 9. He says, After this manner therefore pray, Our Father, our Father, our Father, our Father, which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. This is the pattern of prayer. 
He didn't say, say after me, our Father which art in heaven. No. He says, after this manner, therefore pray. Pattern. In other words, our prayer, supplication, is addressed to the Father. Can someone say amen to that? Amen. I read a book one time by a very um, renowned man of God. And then he was saying something that, you know, um, we, don't, we don't need to supplicate anymore. Okay? Uh, that we should just go ahead and receive. And I said, well, that sounds good, but it's not true. Amen? It sounds good, but it is not what? True. It is untrue. Why? Because it is untrue. It is not founded in scriptures. Praise God. Now, now this is very important. You have to understand this. It says, Our Father which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. And then if you read on, it says, Give us this day our daily bread. You, you don't just go and just take your bread. You ask to receive your bread. Give us this day our daily bread. Amen. The bread is there, but it's just an asking away. You ask to receive that bread. Can someone say amen to that? All right. You know, this is what I do. I, I prepare my budget for the month. Okay. And I table it before the Lord. And I give thanks to God because he's my sufficiency. And then I ask him to meet my budget. Amen. And I thank him for the answer. And all the time, always, God has met my budget over and above what I require. Because God is faithful. Can someone say amen to that? Amen. Amen. You don't um, just assume that your budget will be met. Assumption is costly. Many of us live our lives on assumption. We assume that God is mindful of us. We assume that he's meeting our needs. You better ask. (laughs) You better sit down and ask and do serious praying. (laughs) And then give thanks and do a follow-up in tongues. Whatever God would have you do, any instruction... God will give it to you while praying and ministering to the Lord. Amen? Uh-huh. You act on it. Amen. I said amen. amen. And I have not had any month that, since I started practicing this, I started practicing it in the year 1996. Okay? I have not had my any budget, any unmet budget. I always have my budget met over and above what I require. And then the overflow, I just bless people. Praise God. Amen. And mostly my budget is kingdom budget. Things that I want to do for the Lord. Amen. (laughs) Glory to God. Okay. The bond in prayer is family. The business in prayer is kingdom. So, I go there And say, Father, in the name of Jesus, thank you. I give thanks. He didn't say, after this manner, pray, our God which is in heaven. No, he says, our Father. Prayer is a family thing. Amen? It's a family thing. So when you go to God in prayer, you pray to the Father in the name of Jesus. 
And when you pray to him, don't say, Jesus Christ, answer my prayer and all that. That is spiritual illiteracy. All right? There's no place in the Bible where Jesus Christ answers prayers. Amen? No. You can engage his name and then he responds. But when it comes to supplication, you don't pray to Jesus. You don't pray to the Holy Ghost. You pray to the Father. Amen? Pray to the Father. Father in the name of Jesus. You know, do you know I have learned to do this? I can take up your budget, take up your budget. The budget of everyone here, your monthly budget, I can present it on your behalf. And the money won't come to you, of course. It will come to me. Amen. And then I'll take it and I'll give you what you need. <laughs> I, I can do that. I have learned to do that. You know, you have to help people who can pray. <laughs> you know, if you can't pray, <laughs> you have a major challenge. Amen. <laughs> That's what I do. I take my wife's budget. <laughs> I take the budget of our children, some of our pastors, you know, loved ones around. I just take on their budget. And then I pray, get the answers, and I give it to them. So when God answers my prayers, of course, he answers my prayers beyond my personal needs. Why? Because I am praying for others. Do you know you can supplicate for others? All right, supplication. Amen? And that is called intercession. Some people believe that supplication is personal when you're presenting your personal needs before God, and then intercession is when you are presenting, you know, the needs of others before God. All right? It sounds good, but it's not correct. It's incorrect. Amen? It sounds good, but read the Bible. What is the definition of supplication? Presenting things before God, making a definite request before God, making a humble plea before God petitioning God. That's what it is. Amen? So, either you are doing it for yourself or you are doing it for others, it is still supplication. So, you may now look at it and say, okay, now, if you are supplicating for others, you may call that intercession. But supplication is still involved in intercession. You cannot intercede effectively without making supplications. Amen? Amen? <laughs> Praise God. If you look at um, Genesis chapter number 18, where Abraham was interceding for Sodom and Gomorrah, particularly for his nephew, Lot. Genesis chapter number 18, okay, and verse 23. Now, I want you to hear this. this. This is intercession, but I will show you supplication in intercession. Okay. In fact, intercession is supplication applied differently. When supplication is applied personally, for personal benefit, all right, you still call it supplication. But when it is applied for the benefits of others, it is also called supplication, but you term it intercession. Because you're standing in the gap for others. You are an intercessor, a go-between. Right? Okay, look at Genesis 18. <laughs> and Abraham drew near and said, Will thou also destroy the righteous with the wicked? 
peradventure there be fifty righteous within the city, would thou also destroy and not spare the place for the fifty righteous that are therein? That that be far from thee to do after this manner, to slay the righteous with the wicked, and that the righteous should be as the wicked. That be far from thee. Shall not the judge of all the earth do right? Okay, and the Lord said, If I find in Sodom 50 righteous within the city, then I will spare all the place for their sakes. And on and on like that. So in other words, he was supplicating. Now, Lord, I'm making a request. If you find just 50 righteous men in the city of Sodom and Gomorrah, will you destroy it? This is a request. You will not. He was already saying it. You will not destroy the righteous with the wicked. Amen? And God says, I won't do it. He was supplicating, all right, putting forth requests before the Lord. And God was granting his request. But he wasn't doing it for himself. He was doing it for others. Praise God. Amen? I said amen. Amen. Now let let me show you First, we can go on and on for, for time. Now, let me just show you this in Ephesians chapter number 6. Are you enjoying this teaching? <laughs> Ephesians chapter number 6. Uh, thank you, Lord. I'd like for us to start the reading here from verse 18. It says, Praying always for me with all prayer and supplication in the spirit now look at it praying always with all prayer and supplication in the spirit now mark the word supplication and watching thereunto with all perseverance and supplication for 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 okay so you understand that the ephesians are not all saints are they all saints talk to me now they are part of the saints right but are they all saints? No, they are not. But it says, and it says, look, I'm watching thereunto with all perseverance and supplication for all saints. So what does that mean? It simply means that you can supplicate for all saints. It didn't say, and uh, and watching thereunto with all perseverance and intercession for all saints. <laughs> Okay, now read on. This one is this one is not too clear. All right, it's clear but not very clear. If you read on, and for me, now he's saying you pray for me now, and for me. Okay, now what did he say? They should pray for them. They should for him rather that they should supplicate for him, and for me that utterance will be given unto me, that I may open my mouth boldly to make known the mystery of the gospel, and and for me. In other words, supplicate for me. All right, the preceding verse. There's no intercession there. As in written as intercession. I-N-T-E-R-C-E-S-S-I-O-N. Amen. Is it there? Yes, when I share things, you know, I tell people things, of, I know what I'm talking about. You know, I've studied the Bible by the grace of God. If I'm telling you things, I'm talking from the authority of God's word. Amen. Well, you may not have time to explain everything to people. You know, sometimes when you're teaching, but just know that go and check it out. You'll find it to be true. Praise God. Alright. So, when you're praying, as we conclude now, pray to the Father. And then, this is how... You know, remember Jesus, when Jesus was before Pontius Pilate. Okay? And he said, look, 
I can ask the Father to give me at least 12 legions of angels. Right? Uh-huh. At least. Matthew 26, 53. Thinkest thou that I cannot pray unto my Father and he shall presently give me more than 12 legions of angels? Now, he didn't say, you know, because I'm Jesus Christ, I'm the Lord of hosts. All right? I can go and grab 12 legions of angels and say, angels, be following me now. No, it, <laughs> they won't follow you. If God does not give them to you, they will not follow you. He <laughs> says, I can, I cannot, you see, thinkest, thinkest thou not that I cannot now pray, pray to the, my father and he shall presently, right now, give me more than 12 legions of angels. Even Jesus, when he was in the flesh, he prayed and supplicated. Now, people don't supplicate anymore. All right? Someone was asking me, how come, you know, you have... I asked God, if you want to build a skyscraper here, the first thing is, I study God's word, get God's word for it, so faith is in my heart. And then I asked the Father, Lord, give us a skyscraper, according to what I have here. Amen? (laughs) And I pray. And I minister to the Lord and thank him for the answer. And then the skyscraper shows up. Amen? If you don't know how to supplicate, you'll be envious of people who are supplicating. Envy. It is just, you just go and ask God. It's just an asking away. <laughs> you know, don't envy anybody. God is no respecter of persons. Amen? Whatever you require that is in his word for you, ask him. He will give you. But make sure you are asking not to consume it upon your lust. Ask for the glory of God. Ask to be a blessing to others. Can someone say amen to that? Mm -hmm. It says you ask and receive not because you ask amiss. James 4.3 That you may consume it upon your lust. Or pray. Let me say this and then I will close on this note. Look at... um, Mark chapter number 11. And then let's start the reading here. Let's just read verse 24 into 26. Therefore I say unto you, what things soever you desire when you pray, believe that you receive them and you shall have them. And when you stand praying, forgive if you have aught against any, that your Father also which is in heaven may forgive you your trespasses. But if you do not forgive, neither will your Father, which is in heaven, forgive you your trespasses. So, uh, what he's saying here is this, faith and love. Can we say that together? Faith and love. Now, when you ask God for things according to his word, you will have to believe that God has granted your request. And then you give thanks to God for the answer. Can someone say amen to that? All right. Then make sure you look around. Okay, and forgive those who have hurt you, those who are in need that you can attend to, attend to their needs, no matter how small it is. Amen. And do it in faith, do it in love, trusting God to meet your own needs. In other words, the physical manifestation of the answer. You have believed that 
you have received. You have to believe that you have received. You believe faith in God. You give Him thanks. There are certain things I carry in my spirit right now, okay, that I have received in the place of prayer. Amen? I, see, I carry them in my heart. Glory to God. And I'm giving thanks to God. Walking in love. Now, every answer to prayer is granted in the community of the saints. If you are not in that network, you are disconnected from the community of the saints, God cannot get answers to prayers across to you. All right? Now, when Jesus the Lord said to pray, he said, pray after this manner. He didn't say, my Father which art in heaven. He says, our Father. So it's not just your Father alone. He's our Father. So you understand that he's our Father. He's the Father of your brother, your sister that you're angry with. Uh-huh. He's, so you're not praying to your personal Father. And don't, don't mind, I'm going to my Father. All right? He's our Father. <laughs> <laughs> so the same father will say your brother no no don't mind him father don't mind you're my father he says, I'm your father all of you put together I father all of you God forgive your brother if you read on jump to verse 11 of Matthew 6 and then I close on this note give us this day our daily bread okay and then it says and forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors all right, as we forgive our debtors. If you don't forgive your debtors, God won't forgive you your own debts. Amen? Because, you know, sometimes I tell people, I say, look, angels are hindered from walking to get physical manifestation of answers to prayers across to you because you have corrupted the network of, you know, friendship, fellowship, love between you and other brothers, other sisters. If God will answer your prayer, okay, he will send a bird or a raven. He will send a human being. You know, when there was nobody to feed Elijah at the brook called Kerry, the Bible says God had commanded ravens to feed him there. And when the brook dried up, God said, go to um, Sarifat. All right? I have commanded a widow there to sustain you. So, this is how God works. There are people that have answers to your prayers. And if you are fighting them, okay, the answer won't come. Not because God has not answered, but you see, you don't know how to receive from God. Receiving from God has to do with enlarging your capacity to love. All right? You know, there was a time I needed something, a huge amount of money transferred for me to do something. I had the money, all right, in Naira. All right, but because, you know, I have people everywhere. (laughs) Glory to God. I'm a man that is highly favored of God. I carry favor, a lot of favor. So there was someone I just called. I said, transfer such amount of money to a social person for, for me. All right. I'll walk on the Naira here and transfer it back to you. I had the money. I wasn't borrowing. Praise God. Amen. <laughs> and the person said, ah, consider it done, sir. It's a privilege. He said, if you 
If you actually wanted much more than that, I can transfer it. If you wanted over $100,000, I can transfer it. I'm ready. I'm at your service, sir. <laughs> Glory to God. <laughs> Amen. You are fighting people. You are not greeting people. Your answers, the answers to your prayer is in their hands. So if in, the angels of God are working on their mind, they'll say, maybe not that person. You know? And you know what it takes God? It takes God a lot of capital, spiritual capital, to convince some people to bless you because of your behavior. God will have to appear in a dream. <laughs> it takes a lot to appear. It's, it's a lot of spiritual capital. You know? Because of his goodness to you, his loving kindness. So, you see, forgive people. <laughs> Let go. Don't stop fighting people. I don't have any enemy in the body of Christ. Everybody's my friend. All right? We may not believe alike. I don't hate anybody. I pray for people who hurt me. If you hurt me, you are entitled to an offering. Ah, just hurt me and you'll be blessed. I'm telling you. I'll send you an offering. <laughs> I don't have any trouble with anybody under heaven. I may give you that gap so that you don't hurt me anymore. Maybe you don't understand the law of, laws of relationship yet. All right? The law of honor. So I, I give you that gap. Okay? But I'm not fighting. I don't fight people. <laughs> I love everybody. If you say anything against me, if I see you, I can even say it on the screen, on national TV. All right. I say, ah, GDO, Kimilano, you know. <laughs> you, you, you know, it, and it's in love. And I'm not going to hide it and say, I won't tell that person. No. Because it's our Father which is in heaven, not my Father. You may possess him as your Father. All right, but he knows that he's much more than your father. He's also the father of your brothers and sisters. So he knows not you're my father. My oh my father, my God, <laughs> you know. Another person is saying my God to somewhere else. Amen? Amen. So listen, God wants you to forgive and let go. So these are the principles. Number one, pray to the Father God. Number two, pray, believe that you receive from God. All right, and give thanks to God. Number three, all right, make sure you forgive others. Amen? Make sure you forgive others. Can someone say amen to that? Amen. If you do not forgive, you will not be forgiven. Some people say, well, it's not correct. You know, you'll be forgiven and all that. You tried. Don't be experimenting with your life. All right, better believe the word of God. Jesus said it. It came from the horse's mouth. He, he will not forgive you until you forgive others. In other words, that thing, won't, he won't be able to get it across to you until you forgive others. There's a way some people try to explain God's word away. Alright? And I tell them, look, Jesus said this on three occasions. Matthew 6, Mark 11, and then um, there's this parable told about forgiveness. I think it's in Matthew, is it Matthew 28? Praise God. About a servant who was owing his master 10,000 talents. 
Okay. Praise God. 18. Okay. Hallelujah. And then, um, you know, his, um, his co-servant was owing him just 100 pence and couldn't forgive. All right. The conclusion, Matthew 18. Thank you. All right. The conclusion of the matter, go towards, go to the tail end. Jesus said it. All right. Verse, go to verse 35. He says, so likewise, Matthew 18, 35. So likewise shall my heavenly father do also unto you. If you, if you from your heart forgive not everyone, his brother, their trespasses. Amen. God will hold it against you because you are holding it against your brother. Amen. If you're not walking in love, you are short changing yourself. Amen. Is our Father which is in heaven, not my Father. Praise God. Father, we thank you for the entrance of your word has given us light and understanding. Thank you for we have received from you the light that we need to walk in the fullness of your plan and your purpose for us. Blessed be your holy name, Lord. We give you praise and glory and honor. In Jesus' name, amen. Praise God. God bless.